than the average man, it's Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast every week on the Laser Time Podcast Network. I am your host, Henry Gilbert, that's H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. Yeah, and playing that sound is the wonderful co-host, Chris Antista. Thank you, Henry. Uh, <laughs> and we're also here with The Walking Dave, Dave Rudden. Uh, in honor of Ant-Man, I would just like to be called Dave Rudd. Dave Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> and coming back to talk about uh, the newest Marvel film, as he loves to do, Brett Elston. Did this movie validate your entire childhood? Nobody had anything your right. childhood on. love of Ant-Man. <laughs> but that's, but that's, I think, why Ant-Man's so easy to enjoy. Nobody has anything writing on it. Yeah, I don't have much writing on it now. Now, so we'll talk in, about that later. Yeah, in case you don't, uh, in case you're new to the show, every time there's a big comic book movie, we do a big spoiler-filled review about it. But we do that in the second segment. Yeah. So in case you haven't seen the film yet, mm-hmm. you're saved from all the spoilers. So we're going to be doing a normal first segment with the usual set, with the usual stuff, the news, what we've been reading, all that stuff. Then second segment, Ant Man talk a plenty right. for our two Chinese listeners <laughs> haven't gotten to see Ant Man. It's been, out in, it's been out in England for two weeks already because, of course, they get it before us. But mm. though it, Avengers like came to Japan a couple weeks ago, so it did. Yeah, they get they get a big delay there. All I think right. Disney. I don't, I don't know what their deal is there. They they like to delay things. Though we also too busy releasing Inside Head. We saw <laughs> yeah, that's what it's called there, Brett. Inside Out is called Inside Head in Japan. <laughs> Why am I singled out for this? Well, because they just trying to get you interested, knew. buddy. They he's, already knew. He's told us this five times this week. Well, no, guys, this uh, last week, I want to thank Dave and Chris for mm-hmm. t- taking care of uh, huh? everything after oh, the first segment. Man, that was we did a bad job. No, you did great. So hopefully, did we great. got listeners back this week. The two of you, I mean, you know, they have been in a decline. The downloads, but uh, hey, tell your friends. No, uh, but while I was uh, while I was away in Las Vegas, Nevada, gambling away. And uh, came out on top thanks to my good luck on a couple of machines. You say I gambling to... away, but you were gambling like an eighty-year-old at <laughs> slot machines. Yes, yes. I mean, <laughs> you know, uh, drunk women in their forties do it too. Was there a place to put your purse down? <laughs> there was an ashtray place. <laughs> and, uh, so I wanted to tell Smokers, people right? that the, the, they oh. had comic books and the geeky shit is taking over Vegas and yeah. the slot machines. Like they had. Uh, the Not Mike. like before when they had that regular Excalibur and I know, other. but it's getting geekier. <laughs> it's, it's and it, more specific. The way you described geeky. it is that like we're the new baby boomers now. Yeah, we totally well, yeah, are, we're, and they want to appeal to us. Yeah, so they make Ghostbusters machines and Jurassic Park machines, mm-hmm. and uh, but of the comic book ones I saw, there was I, I put them in order of what I liked to least like. So. Batman 66, the it's best <laughs> uh, slot machine I played. Not the one I did the best on. The one I did the best on was Sphinx 3D, but my favorite God. was Batman. When do you think we'll get a That's So Raven machine? <laughs> uh, and at 20, that's when we'll know we're not in their prime demographic anymore yep. when they yep. get the machines for the, the kids. Right when Cat Dog starts rolling in next to Beetleborgs. <laughs> uh, that'll be the modern family spinner oh, Spinneroonie. Well, I did. I played on the Bridesmaid machine. And, what? And hearing that uh, Wilson Phillips song. Uh, that's at the end of Bridesmaids. I actually was kind of crying at the, or tearing you up. You were crying at a slot machine. Well, you're not allowed so to go to sad. Vegas anymore. It's uh, so sad. 
Okay, but this how other, much money they're making? Batman '66 was great. It had Adam West voice, like new recorded Adam West voice stuff, and a million clips from the show. They're all perfect. Gamble. Uh, then Life there was savings dwindling. Superman the movie was pretty fun, though it was um, it was just they could only grab clips from the movie, and you couldn't get new voice stuff from any of the actors because they're either too good for it or dead. And, or Gene uh, Hackman. Gene Hackman's too good for it. I put him. He hasn't done a movie he? in ten years. I feel like he's probably just like. Dying I think of he's Alzheimer's. Enemy no. of the state. Oh, yeah. Hmm? Enemy of the state. That was like twenty years ago. No, it was ninety eight. Was that the last movie? No, no it was. It was, it was, it was unfortunately right. Welcome to Mooseport with Ray Romano. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Okay. Uh, then there was one. <laughs> then there was one based on Wonder Woman seventy eight. The uh, Linda Evans. Linda, Linda Carter show. Linda Carter. Who has like any sort of nostalgia for? Yeah, I didn't feel. Yeah. I played it for like five dollars, and I was like, I don't care about any of this uh, stuff. I don't know this character. Five minutes or five dollars? Till I was out of five dollars. Uh. And then there was a Walking Dead machine, which was pretty balls, to be honest. I didn't like it. Is it show it's or It's AMC's the, Walking mm, Dead machine. Yeah. So you get uh, season one pictures of Shane and, and uh, <laughs> Rick looking at you and thinking, uh, hey, you better gamble harder or these zombies are going to eat us. Carl. Coral. And then lastly, there was, there was an Iron Man 2 machine with images of all the Iron Man 2 cast, which was really Who could boring. Forget? And uh, our buddy Chris Baker told me mm-hmm. on Twitter he worked on that machine. Oh, and sorry, Chris. Same with he worked on a Toby Maguire Spider-Man machine, which I didn't see there. Wow, I guess when I you said games, he meant a lot of games. Then, yeah, yeah the, the he, amount of effort he put into doing voiceover for the games, I don't want to hear him in a. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's what I was gambling on. Yes. But what have you been reading? Is the real important question. I uh, wanted to, uh, not much, but I want to give a quick shout out to Parker Wilhelm who made good on giving me the. Archie versus Predator saga, Ooh, which is great because they just rebooted Archie, uh, and I said before, like in a previous episode, like it, it needed much more than like a visual reboot. So it was nice to see a place where those old character designs are still living, mm. and now they're covered in blood and being chased by the Predator. Yes, uh, and, they, and he's and the Predator is not holding back; he is ripping them apart. And that's I don't. I, it's been so long since I've seen the Punisher one. Like it is really kind of gory. Yeah, uh, in like juxtaposed, Punisher was not that gory. Juxtaposed the traditional Archie style, like it's man, it's really neat. But it's still blood dripping off the corpses of like yes. their rivals. Yes. Like you get ripped <laughs> apart in the first issue. Where, where, where did what was the place Predator took place? I'm not sure if it's the same place. It's, it's called well, Los Co- Perdidos. Oh, in the, sounds. Uh, but I know uh, it's where Dead Rising Three takes place. <laughs> it is. I don't it? think. I mean, unless they're in the Same jungle thing. in the middle of South America, I don't think they're... Uh... Uh, I, I, w- I went to a friend's wedding there a year ago. It yeah. is in... Uh, oh, my God. I just... Puerto Vallarta. It is, that is in Mexico. Puerto Vallarta. For South America. Just so you know. Uh, you read anything else? No, not a thing. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, I... Shit, I bought God Hates Astronauts and Lazarus Volume 3 with mm. the intention of reading them. It's just been very, very busy around these parts. Yeah, it has. I mm. But I... Put in a lot of time to read stuff. I got a bunch of uh, help in reading some books from our listener pal Casey. Thanks, Casey. I really appreciate that. And uh, and from a bunch of other listeners too who've been sharing Marvel codes with me. It's been very it's been very helpful for reading such books as Weird World Two. What is Weird World? And uh, and Spider Woman Nine. Those are my two Marvel ones. Weird World is. As far as I can tell, other than the character of Morgan Le Fay, who has been an Avengers enemy, mm-hmm. there seems to be no other Marvel character in it, even though it's a Secret Wars book. Mm. And it's basically a 
play off the Conan books of of yore, and it's just these this gorgeous fantasy art, and it's mm-hmm. just guys stabbing water apes. Like they basically go <laughs> they go to an Atlantis, except everybody is an ape fish man instead or a fish ape instead of a fish man mm. and it's very confusing and weird and there's dragons and floating planets and it's not just a clever name and archon just like stabs people and stuff and it's written by jason aaron and there's an axe on the first cover so i think it is maybe going to end up being the explanation of how dr strange gets the axe he's wielding in the post secret wars series he's mm. going to be doing but whatever it is, it's just been a ton of fun. It's and it's a gorgeous book. I, I'm really loving Weird World. And it is the least other than when one person says thank Doom, there's no, no connection to Secret mm. Wars. Zero. I feel like I haven't read anything in Secret Wars in like a month. Well, issue five got delayed, so okay. it's, uh, and also I read uh, this takes place pre Secret Wars. It's Spider Woman number nine. And it's just a neat little road trip. Of her, Ben, Eric, and the porcupine just going and solving mysteries around America, just driving around. Uh, and yeah, I want to say it's I, a fun little book. I want to do my best. To, I'm I'm really upset with myself that I am not caught up with Hawkeye. And the last issue just came out. Mm-hmm. The, well, the, and it's and funny. None that, of us have read it because the, the that was, Jason. Yeah, I haven't. I because I'm waiting for. I was waiting for the trade the whole mm-hmm. time. I I haven't read. I read all of the LA books. So they collected. Mm-hmm. The ones where Kate's in L.A. is their yeah. own book. Even I know in the monthly books, it alternated between a Kate story mm-hmm. and a Clint story. But in the book, in the collections, they just put her all of hers together as L.A. woman. And then book four mm. is going to be the end of it. So I was, I'm waiting for that. But it's also funny that issue 22 came out when the new Hawkeye series is up to like issue 5 at the, at the same time. Is it? Yeah. There are two currently running four. Hawkeye? Well, yeah, they wanted right. to. They were already rebooting the Jeff Lemire's uh, Lee, Lee Meyer series mm. that he's been writing, which I've heard good things I'm about. So but I'm out know. of it. Uh, and then on the DC front, I read Justice League 42, which mm-hmm. is part two of the Dark Side War, mm-hmm. uh, Jeff Johns' new mega crossover. And it's really fun. It's you know, it's a Jeff. It's a good Jeff John story, but it's still gritty mm-hmm. DC stuff. But I like his take on the DC universe still. Especially, I've never really seen him deal with the new gods before, and his dark side is really good. I like his, and by good I mean super evil. Mm-hmm. And I also really like um, Scott Free. His Mister Miracle is very very entertaining as well. And there was an interesting bit with uh, Batman and infinite knowledge that was really cool like it he takes advantage of something one thing that you can do really cool in a justice league story mm-hmm. is you can take batman to places he never goes like into all this cosmic shit and he is taking advantage of that uh and then i also read prez number two which is still a very funny book the mm. i uh you know it's the parody of american um uh, politics donald trump <laughs> Come on, guys, 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 guys. guys. It Uh. takes place in the future where the first person ever elected is uh, the first person ever elected by uh, Twitter is what happens. (laughs) 20 years in the future. And uh, this young lady, this young lady who was uh, who became a, a viral superstar gets voted as a joke into the White House and ends up as the president. Are you happy, Reddit? Seems like a, a binding agreement that Twitter would honor. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, well, this is the president. Look, it's satire. You just you, you, you go along. If that's it. what we get in exchange for sacrificing our backgrounds, then I'm all for it. Yeah. <laughs> what? Ads. I miss that <laughs> background. Like, why did that happen? Ads. Ugh. Ads. There'll be Barf. ads all over your page. I hate that. Mm. That 
Twitter really should not do that if they want people to keep using Twitter. How's that place supposed to make money? Yeah, promoted suites are garbage. Mm-hmm. Well, promoted Sweet. suites suck too. Yeah, I don't know. Look, I, I just want everything from me. Yeah! <laughs> Donate to the Patreon. Yes. <laughs> Please, laser time, patreon.com slash laser time. Where we've also just put up ads. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, we... Okay. This is a good time as any to remind everyone of Dollar Shave Club for Men. Stop it. No one's, they're not sponsoring anything. <laughs> uh, and then there's the Harry Shave Club, promo code later time, one word. And I have a couple more I wanted to talk about, but I know one thing we all played together mm. was the Batgirl DLC yeah. for Batman Arkham Knight, because we got a review code for it. Uh, nice to look at, mm-hmm. not that fun to play it wasn't awesome it was i liked her combos like the animation I mean, they're, they're fine it's just like it was the same problem i had in the game when it's like now it's time for you to do your dual team up with nightwing uh switch Robin. to nightwing that's nightwing in the original game okay. uh, in the in arkham knight and you switch to nightwing and it's like oh yeah i uh, my batman's completely powered up and <laughs> i leveled up his combos and his gadgets and i really don't want to play as nightwing who has nothing and can't defend himself switch back please that's batgirl the whole time uh, with none of the uh, none of the super powered up weapons, which is you know if you finish the because you ended Arkham Knight with a godlike Batman, yeah, kind of, and then uh, but then in addition to that, you can see that we streamed it on YouTube.com/slash Laser Time Network, and it's it's uh, it's glitchy, whereas like Batman yeah. Arkham Knight, it is impressively like not glitchy at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of like falling through the environment and characters doing funny things happen that we laughed at. Yeah. That never once happened to me in the Batman, uh, the main game. Yeah, I didn't want to blame Warner mm-hmm. Montreal for being the ones mm-hmm. who made it in, as opposed to Rocksteady, but... But the, the big draw for me was to it's a prequel, so you get to uh, fight Joker and Harley yeah. Quinn for the first time, I think, in an Arkham game where she's in her original like full yeah, onesie. Yeah, her classic costume. Yeah, the classic uh, animated series costume, which... Mm-hmm. Um, Never ceases to turn me on, and, uh, but she's in the game, and so is Joker. Mark Hamill, not not a, not a like rash, uh, shroom Joker. Well, yeah, it, nice. it takes place before Arkham Asylum. Yeah. So. so I mean, it was not. It, I mean, that alone. I, I, again, I don't know the price on it. Um, well, you can only access it if you buy the not cheap season forty dollars season pass. pass DLC. That's, that's why I don't know what the value is of it because yeah. it says what content for six months, once a month. Yeah, when the content next it's reasonable month, forty the bucks. Ne- the content next mm. month is the Michael Keaton Batman costume and uh, Batmobile. I'm very excited about that. <laughs> Are you more excited for that than Dude, playing I the love Batgirl? that Batmobile. It looks like yeah. a popsicle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I also two more things I read. I read Power Up Number One, which is this new Power Up uh, book by written by Kate Leth, who's one of my favorite new writers, mm-hmm. and her Twitter is awesome too. And the story is about this. A group of like the unconnected people in the Canadian suburbs who end up getting the powers of Sailor Moon. Basically, it's hmm. this uh, this slightly overweight uh, pet store worker, mm-hmm. a uh, a a single mom or not a single mom, a mother, and then a construction worker. And a goldfish and an Indian and, and a goldfish all get struck by so it's American debt. <laughs> um, shit. Well, it, it is. Take, it does play place in Canada, but uh, they all get they all get struck with uh, moon crystals, basically, and then get Sailor Moon transformation powers. Mm. And it's an interesting. I, I like it. Who's so publishing far. that one? It's, uh, it's Boom or Boom, Boom Box, okay. I guess. Yeah, and mm. it it was fun. It was a good first issue. And lastly, I read a classic book, Avengers number one hundred and ninety six, because it was on sale for ninety nine cents in their Ant Man sale. 
Uh, and I got it because it is... So it's just a bunch of disparate issues yeah, where disparate it makes issues single where, appearances. Where Scott Lang specifically <laughs> oh, Scott makes Lang. appearances. And so Avengers 196 is also the first appearance of Taskmaster. And that's why I bought it. I had never really read it before. What? The Kevin Sullivan from WCW? Yes, yeah. that's exactly right. Yeah. Um, He's he right. has his head he has painted black I things on his face and he <laughs> commands a an ancient mummy to hug people <laughs> to death. Yes. Uh now so the Taskmaster is the like the most he manified mm. supervillain in, in Marvel, I'd say. But he's also one of my favorites. He's he's a guy who is a very like down to earth taste. He just wants money and to not get caught and he doesn't want to be a supervillain. He wants to train henchmen for supervillains. And he has photographic reflexes. And so while he doesn't have the strength of the Hulk or Mm -hmm. the speed of Spider-Man or any of that stuff, he can move exactly the same as them. He can throw a shield as well as as Cap can throw a shield. He can shoot arrows better than Hawkeye even. Like he's, Hmm. if he watches any action, he can recreate it. And he has a photographic memory for it. Is Zachary Quinto in Heroes? Is that? No, no. I think he he could figure out how stuff worked. I compl- he, like took pieces of their brain, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. I've erased heroes from yeah. my memory. Why? It's coming remember. back, baby. Yeah. That's how long enough for everyone to forget we didn't like it, and <laughs> yeah. now we've been convinced we miss it. <laughs> it is so weird that that's how, like when X Files comes back, everybody's like, "Yeah, I still liked that show." Like yeah. anything's better than what's happening now. <laughs> it's better than new things. Mm-hmm. Wait, oh, you didn't mean the show? What's happening now? No, no, that show is excellent. <laughs> And uh, and honestly, like Scott Lang is a, is an afterthought in that book, but mm-hmm. it's a cool little first appearance of Taskmaster. I did enjoy the new Ant Man comic quite a bit. Um, yeah, I, 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 I I've started to read that. Digging into that a little bit. Anybody else? Oh, Dave, your homework assignment. Yeah, which we don't have uh, a theme for just yet. Uh, no, I'm not really going to no, do it. We can't but. do that. <laughs> uh, we got we got a lot. Of, we got to get move fast on this show. So mm-hmm. I read the humans. I, hey. You have a you have a monkey noise on this, right? I believe I do. There we go. Yes. Uh, yeah, that was. I wouldn't say it's quite as good as one thing. These are really ap- apples and oranges, and in they the case are. of uh, the humans, bananas. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, um, it's a banana peel noise. Did yeah. just get a boner? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Uh, um, it's unlike everything else. Yeah, it's um, basically Sons of Anarchy, but no, actually, it's more like a '60s. Yeah, uh, Vietnam like vets writer, selling yeah. drugs in Northern California, and there just happen to be monkeys and yeah. keep humans as slaves. They're ape yeah. men. It's fucking great. It's Planet of the Apes, where they keep humans as slaves, yeah. but they have bikes. It seems like the kind of comic that would be sold like stapled together, but uh, on, only in your local it, comic book store. It was. Okay. That's how that's I originally why found this black and white issue. That's ah. that's how I found out about it because it was that's exactly what it was. It was this five dollar giant mm-hmm. self staple thing at uh, mm-hmm. Mission Comics for the longest time, oh, wow. and then they got it. Then they got published. By yeah, an they image. got an image. Yeah, wow. and they still kept up all the uh, monkey blowjobs. Yes, tons of monkey blowjobs. Uh, yeah, it's great. Monkey, wow. uh, monkey ladies taking their boobs out. It's it's free love in that era, right? <laughs> yep. So, do they have any mm-hmm. monkey torture? Monkey torture. God, we just uh, made like actually, 18 yeah, references sure of that yeah. in like the last yeah. podcast. Monkey torture. What? Monkey torture. If that wasn't my producer, Gary, from backstage. Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Barry, Barry Lutz. <laughs> uh, Look up the uh, state, everybody. Dave did, uh, Dave did an article about it on LaserTimePodcast.com. Yeah. So the, the one thing I, I was mm. a little bit less impressed by is like just how slow it was. And mm. the fact – so you, you gave this to me and I finished reading it like the day after. Mm-hmm. 
and immediately wanted to read more. Yeah. And discovered there's only two more issues. And then I fit, then I considered buying those, but then I realized... You're going to be not left ho- with the exact same feeling in 20 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> that and the fact that, you know, like, I don't know, it took me maybe like an hour or so to read through the, 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 um, the trade. Mm-hmm. And not a whole lot happened. And I figure in two issues... Johnny came we, back from Nam, man! Yeah, there's that. Um... <laughs> uh, and like they 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 showed the other monkey gangs, but mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll just wait for the n- next trade. I love it. It's it's I, probably the thing I want to recommend most of 2015 so far. Yeah, because I haven't heard a lot of other people talking about it. And the people who do respond to in the comments and on the twitters, it's like, thank you so much for telling, mm-hmm. <laughs> just for spreading the word about the humans. It's yeah. awesome, and nobody's talking about it. Yeah. The humans. Uh, so the next next assignment, uh, I took uh, <laughs> Punk Rock Jesus. Oh, oh have you read it? I have not yet because I didn't want to. I didn't want to start. On, yeah, it's excellent. I only give already thoughts on that, and mm-hmm. I will bring a pile of my. You've yeah. been only taking Chris's books, but I'll bring a pile of my own books next time, and you can you can pick out some. Well, yeah, yeah, you have the original pile. All that's left you is Darkwing me... Duck, and I ain't reading that. <laughs> Why? It's good. Yeah. All right, <laughs> fine. It, like it made me really <laughs> sad to think about. Like I, I try and support my local comic store, like about once or twice a month. Uh, so what I have in my room is like I'll get a digital trade or digital comics and I'll just buy the second trade. So I just have like a bunch of like volume twos and threes oh, yeah, in my room. That, like <laughs> why? I don't even need the these. Like I can't even let people borrow them. I can't even enjoy this. <laughs> uh, well, Brett, have you read anything lately? Uh, I somehow missed Secret Wars four. Oh, wow. uh, the big stuff happens there. I don't know how I missed that. Have I missed that, or has it just been a long time since um, it came out? I well, read three. I remember do you that. remember the three ends with Strange unlocking the survivors of the old world? Spider Man, okay. Mister Fantastic. Oh, pretty sure. Else. Mm. Oh, that was how three ended. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's where three ends. So four is when they hang out. Was when things happen. With the those last characters. panel is all the Thors closing in on. Yeah, and all the Thors are closing in on Thanos. Okay, then I did read that. And so uh, then four. That was a month ago. So mm-hmm. no, that was three. And so yeah, then four is. The big fight with Thanos and all this stuff. So four doesn't end with the Thors. No, closing in. Okay, Wait. Then I haven't read yeah. four yet. Okay, mm-hmm. no, you have not. Yeah. Uh, so I got to figure out that. Uh, I was reading. I don't know. I read actually an astonishing amount, and it all blurred together. Uh, an astonishing X Men amount because all the Secret Wars stuff is all these different slices of different worlds. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Modoc comic is really weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah? You're just uh, hauling ass through every different it's, world. It's just... He, <laughs> he's just weird in Killville and, mm-hmm. like, his, the way that dialogue is written and he's portrayed is, like, always thinking about killing things. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. Uh, the Ghost Riders thing where they're driving around mm-hmm. the track forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's only two issues in now. Uh, the first one was a cool premise and then the second one... I don't know. I remember the first one explaining more about the world of Secret Wars than any yeah. other book. Yeah, it was. I don't know. It was interesting. It's just part of me. I, I don't. Uh, it's hard for me to get into fake time timed worlds mm. where I know there's a clock ticking on mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. and when then there's thirteen of them happening simultaneously. Mm-hmm. It's like none of, like none of none of what's them. the rush? Yeah, so, I can watch this DVD bonus well, feature anytime. They almost immediately have to start unraveling mm-hmm. what. The status quo is mm-hmm. because because they got to get to a, res, a combined resolution. But what I did like was Old Man Logan. That's yep. been that's been good, mm-hmm. and he's going to survive. He'll be in the uh, post Secret yeah. Wars world. Yep. That's the only Logan you're getting. Mm. Like that. That's been good. I liked. Uh, I liked the uh, Days of Future Past. I need to read that one. That one was good. Is that the in- Infinite comic? No, 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 no. that's ninety two. Like yeah, yeah, that one. I wasn't into that, but <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Uh, 
Days of Future Past was good. Future Imperfect was good. Mm-hmm. Um, You're reading Inferno, and that's another. X-Men oh, Inferno! One. I actually don't remember. I think I did. That sounds familiar. I, have some copies of Inferno <laughs> I, I, I read ready. like uh, uh, a lot. Why? Anyway. What happened? You have a lot of free time or no, traveling? No. Uh, I also bought uh, like shitting a lot. Bought something <laughs> old. Yeah, of course I bought something old. Uh, almost like as I was like, I don't. I never read the old Doctor Strange stuff. Yeah, and like I was Steve Ditko. Yeah, and I was like trying to find like I want to find all the like you see links to panels of like the craziest shit mm-hmm. and Strange standing in the middle of it, and you're like, what? What issue could? What could possibly be happening <laughs> yeah. in, in a dimension made of triangles? <laughs> What's going on? And then I you know was looking that up, and then just they just so happened like th- like last month or. A month ago, mm. released a, a new printing of a hardbound uh, Marvel Masterworks of that run. Oh, of, wow. that, of that run, so you get the Stanley Ditko run, mm-hmm. and this is the, it's the era that introduces Eternity, Nightmare, Dormammu, wow. Baron Mordo, Clea, like a lot of uh, Clea. I think Clea. Uh, I, I'm only a few, I'm only a few issues in, <laughs> but it's just just been interesting uh, how it starts as like. I mean, in Strange Tales, yeah. but it starts as just like a, a four-page backup, and then the, and then it, the next issue is like, and here's another one, and no. then it, go, it disappears for two months, and then comes back, and they're like, it took us three months to get letters that said you liked it, so now <laughs> yeah. here's another one, and like that's how slow it was. Back. And they were they're such weird books, like, they're really weird. To just imagine like reading those in 1964 or whatever yeah, yeah. Uh, you can see why people into acid and and yeah. mm. and the early occult stuff would be that into it like, yeah it's it's what? just it's just a different take because i've read so much of the 60s stuff uh some of it better than others mm-hmm. um that this has been uh, refreshingly weird and it, and it gives me hope that the movie will be the same thing where mm. it'll it'll be such a different path to take that won't loop into the Marvel Universe till I'm going to guess at the very end when, like, <laughs> you know, Stark shows up and is like, so, I, fa- I hear you found the soul gem. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. what else are you going to do in that movie? It needs a lot of psychedelic colors, I'm hoping, oh, yeah. at some point. Like. Um, but so I read that, and uh, that was good. Yeah. Well, speaking of movies, let's get into the big movie news at a Comic-Con that we weren't really able to talk about last uh, week. Oh, because- Old Man Logan, is that all but confirmed for the third and final Hugh Jackman Wolverine He's movie? He's been pinting at it so much, but I mean... How can it really be Old Man Logan? Because Old Man Logan is very firmly set in the Marvel universe. You got to beat up a shitload of Hulks and talk to an Ultron. Yeah, there's a lot of things Wolverine can't do Mm -hmm. in in an X Men universe only. But uh, but that was one. Well, speaking of the X Men, why don't we get to those trailers first? So the Apocalypse trailer. Did anybody else watch it? Did it leak? It did leak, and it was pretty good. There was. Uh, well, all right. First off, the EW images we have mm-hmm. seen that Psylocke looked great. Storm A, A plus. Storm mm-hmm. looked really good. Pretty good. The prom cape it looks like prom <laughs> under the stars cape. I not mean, as into. She's just having a cape connected. The to cape her is wrist fine. It, it has like it's like a glittery soft pastel thing that I, I'm not as into. Mm-hmm. But she looks great otherwise. And uh, then is that still Halle Berry? No, oh, no. Okay. This is None this of... is them in the eighties. They're younger. Okay, because Gene and uh, Gene and Klops are going to be in it too, and they're younger. Okay. They've been, everybody's been recast. Uh, and then there's Apocalypse. Ivan Ooze. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does look a little like Ivan. Oh Ooze. man, not is a it the Power Rangers guy. Yeah, the yeah. villain in the first Power Rangers. Not movie. a little, <laughs> a lot. The same purple, the, oh, the same kind of look of disdain, yeah. and this weird. The the big point I was seeing from people was that he just. 
Apocalypse is a shapeshifter, and he's a shape. Uh, if he's a shapeshifter in the film, then who knows? Like he could not always be sure. that small, sure. but mm. he's he should not be shorter than than Storm. That he's, is not who he's, he's Apocalypse. Really, is. He's really short. Uh, and again, the, the set photos are a bad indicator because mm. like the lighting is not the same. The camera angles will do a lot. Like. Mm. That's all, you know, tentative, and I mentioned on Twitter, but, like, we were all so wrong about Quicksilver yeah. that yeah. they have yeah. earned the benefit of the doubt until we go see it and are proven correct. It just, mm-hmm. it, to me, I was just looking at people react to it. I'm like, do, us, do we always have to find one thing that's a big deal? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. like, this is not that big. Like, if there was one thing I would add to it, it wouldn't be the A on his belt or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's silly. But there or, is a, or having tubes connecting his right. arms to his torso, but just... Just the lips, the Baron Underbite's mouth. Yeah, I the just those lines on his lips. They're not ridiculous. They wouldn't completely take you out of the character, and mm-hmm. they're so distinct of Apocalypse like that. I wouldn't. The robot jaw. Yeah, well, it's not a robot <laughs> jaw though, but it's just the lines. I just mm-hmm. like the sleekness of those lines, and also I feel like in the trailer you do hear a bit of his voice. And again, this is maybe just me going like it's not how it was when I was a kid twenty years ago, but. When Apocalypse says that classic line of um, I am the rocks on which Oblivion smashed. Teeters. No, no, no. Oh. I, uh, I, uh, I am the beach and the waves yeah. and crash on me and be broken. Yeah. Whatever the line I am is the like. rocks on the beach of Oblivion and hit, cra- hit against me and be broken. Yeah, something like that. that that's one of my favorite lines ever uh, that Apocalypse has said. And it's said with such gusto by the guy in the animated is it series. Oscar Isaac? Is he... Who? What? Is he Apocalypse? Playing? I can't remember. Okay, never mind. Never mind. But yeah, there was so. Also in the trailer. Well, what about his voice? Uh, it's not a great voice. It is. I mean, it's just kind of Ivan Uzi as well. To be honest. <laughs> well, no, Ivan Uzi talks like. Take it home in boxes. Take it home in cases. If your parents try to stop you, throw it in their faces. <laughs> what the fuck is that? That has been stuck in my head since he, I was 15 yes. years old. That's when he's selling his ooze to his the kids. Ooze to the kids. Yeah. Holy shit. And, uh, this is in between uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Higher Ground, <laughs> and Van Halen Dreams. I only know this. the first movie? Yeah. I only know this because I watched it recently. We, we will be uh, watching it soon. I haven't Monday seen it in movies. over a decade, but I saw it's it. It's its 20th anniversary. That, in, uh, that, yeah, that era of Power Rangers was my jam and I never watched the movie. I don't know why. Well, you're in for a treat soon. Uh, I think in two weeks, Dave. But I Get ready for some CG that looked <laughs> bad then. I made it a point to watch Turbo. I'm like, this is what it looks like when it gets better. <laughs> oh, Chris, you're right. It is Oscar Isaacs. You're correct. He's just in everything now. He's uh, Yeah, he's, he's hit that level now. Of just He's the new guy who's in he's everything. Great. I, saw, uh, I want to just want to recommend Ex Machina for anybody curious. Mm. It was fucking awesome. Like, I don't want to call it hard sci-fi, but just yeah, straight up like old pulpy comic sci-fi. Like Three ev- characters, one location. And I like robots. everything not based on them. Yeah, not based on anything. Or a yeah. Comic book or a TV show. Yeah, see and, it, see it, see it. It's and, on demand right now. Then staying in the mutant track, Deadpool. Yeah, I, I caught a glimpse of that trailer when it leaked and decided I'm. Yeah. I didn't want to comb through it you until want I saw to see a better it for one. Real, yeah, 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 I really do, just because it was. But the funny, it was really the good. Costume is perfect. The, mm-hmm sense of humor seems right too and mm. it's all like R-rated and stuff and characters get cut to pieces and all these things and it's yeah it's really good I think I think it is because like I really they can't admit to it because it would probably be illegal but 
they totally must have leaked that trailer. Yeah, like, if I they know didn't they did. Leak that test footage last year, they yeah. wouldn't have had a trailer at this year's con. I'm positive they leaked it on purpose. Yeah, it it, it forced Fox's hand. Mm-hmm. And once the reaction to it was so strong, then Fox had to finally go like, eh, fine, yeah, we'll or make it's it all a big work. And it yep. was all this point. The, it was all it. Fox in the first place anyway. This was the point. Yeah, well, how could long, be that too. How long ago did this, tra- this last Comic-Con trailer? It was last Comic-Con. So it was a year uh, in, in between them. Because last week, um, I, I went looking for this trailer and could not find a good one to save my life. Oh, there is no good one. It's not. It, it, it was... Based, uh, probably the last row of whatever hall this was at H. Like, <laughs> well, they were w- being very judicious to make sure nobody leaked it, and so you, the... Well, you're not going to get a good camera angle of it. You're this lucky was, they filmed it. This anyway. was the worst bootleg. Yes, uh, I know. I, I don't know if I saw the same one you guys did, but it was like literally one-tenth uh, of the YouTube screen. Well, Ryan Reynolds says it'll be available in a couple weeks uh, from now. They just... Have to sign some. Uh, they, th- I think they said there wasn't enough finished effects work in it or uh, something. But in the trailer is Colossus, and I was like, "Shit, Colossus mm-hmm. is in this awesome." Yeah, they showed a same guy. No, no. no. Well, they, I, I don't know because the set photos are like they were very. That that production is being very. Hey guys, here's some set photos. That uh, guy in the green stuff will be Colossus eventually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and and also like. The, the face makeup from the shitty camera angle. Mm-hmm. The face makeup for ugly Deadpool didn't look mm-hmm. so. Didn't look. It looked good. It looked good. I thought, but still got holding out. Maybe they'll replace it with Charlie Day any second now. <laughs> but totally, it totally fits Deadpool, mm-hmm. and and the costume might be one of the most accurate ever. Yeah, yeah. And they, I think CG is helping a lot, but the eyes are doing mm-hmm. all this acting, oh, which is per, like Deadpool's eyes need yeah. to do that. Uh, all right, and well, speaking of leaks, if they said if this is in like the uh, days of like, like, it's in the X Men universe. So is it in the eighties era, or I is it in the old now. timeline? I think it is now. It's now, but in the world um, that they uh, saved, or the one that's yeah. technically post apocalypse, uh, because he's in the eighties. Uh, I'll get back the, to the. I honestly don't know. They uh, <laughs> though. Here was a funny thing they did at it. They, this wasn't filmed by anybody, but they had a clip of Deadpool presenting the trailer. Mm. And one of his jokes was, from the studio that sewed my mouth shut, right. Fox, <laughs> which I thought was great. They need to. They better have a couple more jokes in the film about how shitty he was treated in X-Men Origins. I didn't uh, quite like the, uh, the um, don't make my costume green joke. Like, if I think that... Re- if- if it's a reference I understand, then it's too broad. Too obvious? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, speaking of leaked trailers, that's what happened with the Suicide bah! Squad as well. And DC was, before we talk about the content of it, DC was really pissy about it, I have to say. I, but. I said, I thought I, I mentioned that last episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a feeling there is some exclusivity involved with Comic Con itself. Yeah. So it was more illegal out to not be. If they act upset about it, then they're just yeah, like, we've got well, no other recourse. We got to release this. Yeah, I have because there's plenty of Comic Con footage that has never seen the light of day. Yeah, I yeah. haven't seen the original Ant Man footage. I've not seen the original Godzilla footage. I think this is the year they finally admit, like, we can't. I you can't keep it from being seen anymore. So no, I don't like, think DC thought they could keep this footage under yeah. wraps. I think they had to. They had to find a way to apologize to Comic Con for releasing the footage that was exclusive to them to the rest of the world. Yeah. I imagine if a retailer did that with a Comic-Con exclusive, they would get in trouble. There would be papers oh, yeah. filed back Comic-Con and forth. Oh, yeah, exclusive. Yeah, yeah, and 
And just having like the rights, as we found out from Justin Roiland, like mm-hmm. just having the name Comic Con on your shirt, you got to pay for that. Mm-hmm. Like it's they've copywritten that. Oh, so, that's right. Yeah, it's all it's little things like that, and and but I think they just need to admit, like you can't keep a trailer secret. As cool as it would be to say, hey, this is just for us. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate you guys being the biggest fans who came to Comic Con. But every person in the room has cameras. Mm-hmm. Every person has a camera now. Everyone's so. sitting on a camera, and I think that was. Somebody had written that up in conjunction with Paramount, Marvel, and other movie companies backing out of Comic-Con. Yeah. If this is a place where you want to leak footage you control, maybe this isn't the place to show it. Yeah. Well, that's why Marvel has said they're at D23 this year. Like, yeah. That's where Civil War is going to be shown. The Civil War <sighs> footage they probably would have shown Is it too late to go to D23? I would love to go to D23 again. Because it's going to have... That seems to be where the new Force Awakens trailer is going to be, too. When's D23? Let's go not, to that. It's uh, end of August. Oh. End of August. What's happening end of August? Uh, SummerSlam. Oh, don't care about those. Uh, <laughs> Star Wars, Marvel, Disney, Muppets. Undertaker's back. You don't care. Uh, Star Wars, Disney, Muppets, uh, Marvel. And nah, maybe at D23 they'll announce that Tron roller coaster for America, which oh, is coming to Shanghai. Yeah. And I, and I was there last year. It is like it. You, oh, Car, yeah. Cars Land cast a shadow on the Anaheim Convention Center. Whoa. So it's right next to Disneyland as well. Yeah. Okay. Wow, it's really weird. Um, I well, right, about that but let's, right talk now. A, let's talk about the content of that Suicide Squad trailer. Mm. I liked it. I don't remember any of it. I liked it. Well, you got to see Viola Davis as Amanda mm. Waller. You got to see uh, Margot. Oh, no, I, remember, I remember it just it played around with a bunch of different like tones, mm. it felt like. A little bit. I will say it's... I am I am very tired. And, and Suicide Squad is hardly the only thing to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm very tired of a kid hauntingly singing a pop song. <laughs> in this case, they were singing the Bee Gees I'm most depressing... All about that bass. In this one, they were singing the Bee Gees most depressing song, I Started a Joke, which oh, it, yeah, it yeah. starts with, I started a joke, we started the <laughs> That was already a... a laughing. That wasn't like a peppy song to begin with. Mm-hmm. No, it's a bummer song, yeah. but it is a pop song by the Bee Gees. Like, they could have just used that version, really. Yeah, they'd have to pay rights there. You can only... You have to pay master rights mm-hmm. and song rights, and this they only had to pay song rights. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought Margot Robbie was great as yeah. as her version of, of Harley, yeah. who works. And the Joker wasn't bad. Those mm-hmm. tattoos, I wanted to say, again, to everybody who told me, those tattoos are just for that image. It's just to, it's just to cover the Joker's mm-hmm. 75th anniversary. You were wrong. All, All of right. you were wrong. Those were the permanent tattoos which he has in the effing film. Okay, guys? I don't know how much we want to get into that, but the fan theory around it I also really like. What, that it's Jason Todd? That yeah. He, that he's Jason Todd? That'd be okay, I think. If he is not the Joker, but mm-hmm. Jason Todd became the Joker, mm-hmm. then his different spin on that is okay. I, I'm, I'm But it cool only makes that. and it makes sense with that. I, I, I think I said that on the other... I have never been so... I, had, I, I haven't had so many wow moments in a trailer... Other than the Batman versus Superman trailer, yeah. but there's that thing he walks by a Robin costume and there's shit yeah. written all over it, and, and there's someone clearly taunting Batman. And it's um, it's very smart of them to that'd be nuts. to really connect the Batman and Suicide Squad mm-hmm. worlds like that. But via trailers great. for movies that aren't out for a year, yeah. Well, and that saying you see, that as a compliment, you see those clips in Suicide Squad mm-hmm. uh, trailer of Batman, like mm-hmm. Batman's fucking in it. Like who knows. If it's a Batman who you never see his face, they don't have to pay Ben Affleck. But <laughs> mm-hmm. a Batman's there capturing those folks. The, I didn't see much of Katana or um, Killer Croc in it. Yeah, almost no one else. Yeah. No, and you won't. <laughs> mm. uh, but, yeah, that 
Harley's kind of a Cirque du Soleil performer, which she's <laughs> super she's super agile in the books too. So, and she's just going to be her crazy pixie dream girl, and a whole new generation of children will fall in love with I Harley. Just beat her up in a video game. <laughs> you did mm-hmm. as a woman most of the time. She beat so. you up first, though. Oh, she beat the fuck out of me with a giant clown hammer. No, it was just a metal baseball bat. It makes oh, a that's horrible, right. excruciating yeah. oh, sh- sound when she hits you with it. Yeah, that is true. All right, and then the the big gun. Batman versus Superman. I really like it. Dawn of Justice. You were right in. I think you're correct in saying it feels like a trailer for a season of a TV yeah, show. There's, there's, there's like so 700 much things going happening. On. It's so. connecting to the previous film, which everybody is pointing out, which I thought they were making an obvious point that that was happening, and people yeah. are putting gifts around, like, yeah, that was the point. Is yeah, that an no, Easter egg? That, I mean, that one gift, though, just that it was so perfectly like, I guess here's so. where Zod's laser eye, uh, heat vision yeah. went, and it moves exactly correctly. Like, that's just, I like that. But it, it hints at Joker, it hints at Robin, and then, like, right when I thought, like, that's that looks great. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, Lex Luthor is also in this movie. Mm-hmm. And then and Wonder then, Woman And then Wonder him. Woman shows And also Lois Lane is there, too. So yeah. there's still that. And he is Clark Kent now. So, yeah, yeah it's a lot. It is a lot. And... Just seeing the promise of Dayman versus Nightman, uh-huh. and, uh, and and the scene of who knows if totally they'll totally get it right, but the confrontations between Batman and Superman feel very correct. Like mm-hmm. Batman being not no selling Superman when Superman <laughs> yeah. has feats of strength, he like just tears him out of his Batmobile. And Batman's like, "You don't impress me." Mm-hmm. <laughs> or the the best was like it was I think just a fraction of a second long of heat vision and Batman grappling away just shooting his grapple gun and f- zipping away like I like that a lot I am super excited for that movie uh, more so than anything in the Marvel camp right now so I don't know after a Civil War I'm pretty excited for that is that gonna do around the same time uh, that'll be uh, May I think it's March for Batman Superman no, really May for Civil, Civil War. War God there was a fan poster somebody had posted on Facebook and it's just. <laughs> It's Civil War 2016, and it's Spider-Man's hand, arm, <laughs> with Iron Man holding one side and Captain America holding the other. And I, Ooh. it was one of those things that I thought, like I, I thought it was real for a second and got like I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. I feel, I'm feeling a little goosebumps now. Too, Spider-Man might still. be on the, could be on the poster for Civil War. We that'd be smart. Mm. I, I can't wait to see what their costume is. They talked uh, like that'd be Joe new Ca- and crazy. Joe Casada's like, you won't believe the costume. Like, I I bet I'll believe. <laughs> I, bet, I bet I'll find it somewhat believable. Spider Man has tattoos now too. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, there was an interview with uh, Dennis Leary about what he said was supposed to happen in Spider Man Three. Insane. That like characters were just going to come back from the dead thanks to some magic like supervillain potion in the next movie it's gonna be the third one okay yeah he'd be back when would be back and (laughs) it's just one of those things just like boy i'm glad this didn't happen i'm really this didn't happen but he's just got another fx show uh, not to not to harp on that too much but dave dave and i did watch um the death of uh whatever what the death of superman lives what happens a fucking crazy documentary that, I really remember, want to see that. I think from afar we were like, thank God that movie didn't get made. After you get done watching this movie and see all this concept work and this space shit, this crazy, crazy space shit, like almost none of this taking place on Earth, <laughs> this entire film, like you really want to see this film made. Damn. So years from now I would love to see what The Amazing Spider-Man 3... But you also said it made you think that Tim Burton is a total hack. Uh, no, fraud. 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 I, he's, a bit, <laughs> fraud. he's a bit of a fraud. Not a I total... Just, I, he just doesn't. He's, he's, he's not, talking. He's talking in the present and in the past. And every time, you know, I'm just going for like, you know, like, like, you know, like a vibe, like, and then 
50 people nod their heads like he actually said something. He didn't, like, he didn't say anything. He didn't say anything. They were like, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. And then, he's like, and then here's my original drawings of uh, Brainiac, and it's a fucking, it's a circle on four lines. He's like, yeah, that's like a spider. And then he's like, and then I handed it off to 17 concept artists. And then you see the amazing shit people actually made. Uh, it, it, it made, for me, it, watch it, it I, I love... Turns out most visionaries with loud mouths will uh, <laughs> I hand I loved, off the work But I love the early work of Tim Burton. <laughs> Uh, no, but it, but the fact that he he's like he's asking all these real questions and he never gives a legitimate answer to anything yeah. and he, and he's talking to Nick Cage, a fucking diehard Superman fan yeah. in this suit. These are these are bizarre scenes you've never seen before, uh, and he's not he, saying anything. And Nick's just like, yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, like, uh, I he know. named his son Kal El. Yeah, yeah but he big. doesn't show like I don't know. Maybe it's just because there aren't enough clips. But like Nick Cage doesn't seem like he's all that. No, no, they're, they're both the like, like like volleying like nothing back yeah. and forth for a while. But then Nick Cage drops a couple like, oh, he's clearly read a lot of Superman right. mm-hmm. in a couple of those scenes. But he doesn't appear I at mean, all. He used to own Action Comics number yeah. one until somebody stole it at some point in time from a mansion of his. Which <laughs> he doesn't know when. Like, yeah. uh, um, okay. a great. Um, sorry, one more thing about the movies. Mm. Great supervillain. One of the best supervillains ever, hairdresser guy. Yes, like what? the guy. The guy. If you've heard that famous Kevin Smith story about the oh, the producer, yes. that guy is in half of the movie. Oh and, wow! And, uh, you know, not a not a bad dude, but like says a lot of hilarious and really dumb shit. The thing yeah. Kevin Smith says he's from the streets. He says that like nine times in 2015 <laughs> that he's from the fucking streets. Yeah, that's what he said. And, like, I don't mean you're gonna get Superman. You know why? Because we're from the streets. We're from the streets. streets. That's the, oh, the Barbra Streisand hairdressing Hollywood producer streets. <laughs> Where is this doable? Uh, it's that's that's the drawback. Oh. Um, only on a website. Uh, that's an abbreviation for the movie, so figure that out. <laughs> and that's where it's not available on iTunes. It's not available on uh, Amazon. Yeah. So, so I said I will pay you for this movie when I can pay for it and watch right. it on my television, which now I can't unless you like transfer to a bunch it of weird very devices. It was it was stupid complicated, but yeah. I was dying to see it. It was one of my most anticipated movies of this year. Uh, and but so I, it magically appeared into your hands. Yes, I, from, I procured from a copy. But I, I will fully reimburse this dude. There's there's a digital special edition and a physical uh, edition. But uh, the digital special edition is like nine hours of extra Whoa, shit, inclu- wow. including the full Kevin Smith thing, like remastered, which I'd just like to own that. For remastered. I, yeah, <laughs> yes, uh, can't wait. Watch um, him stand here faster. Watch this fat man mumble in 5.1 audio. Uh, okay, there's three more little stories I wanted to get through here. Ch- Michael Chiklis will now be a season regular on uh, Gotham Season 2, which um, that might get me to watch Mrs. Wayne's I believe I have a clip of. Oh, yeah. Hey, Mo! Jesus. Your sister's ass really tastes as sweet as Alvarez here says it does. <laughs> Mrs. Wayne he says pussy. That ben Grimm. <laughs> uh, and then I, I have a feeling I like his Ben Grimm more than Drake, uh, than Jamie bells i gotta oof and, uh brian michael bendis uh says he's seen the early stuff of the jessica jones show and he says it is faithful Jesus. and and uh that far fantastic along? yeah it's i mean it'll, wow. it'll the entire season will be out by the end of the year so well, it they seems must like have filmed a every lot four minutes now. they reintroduce an element for daredevil season two and i haven't heard fuck all about jessica jones show they've been yeah, filming maybe. it they've been filming it and lastly in what i think is great casting mm-hmm. for the lego batman film lego robin will yeah. be played by michael Sarah, yes. to will arnett's batman oh that's good they shared so an on-screen good. kiss 
That's <laughs> 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 oh man. So okay, yeah. Those that's all the big news. Uh, there wasn't a lot of much more other news because it's been kind of a little quiet period after Comic Con. Uh, but we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to have a big spoiler discussion of Ant Man plus your answers to last week's question of the week. So stay tuned, Excelsior listeners. <laughs> I'm going to cut that part. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the break, and thanks again for listening to us. And, you know, if you like us, you can always support us on the Patreon page, patreon.com slash laser time. You know, we want to keep giving you the shows for free, but we also want to give all of our time to this and make it a full-time job. And thanks to all of you guys and your giving nature we've been able to, but every uh, donation helps. And so if you want to sign up for $5 or $10 a month or even $1, uh, you can do that or more through patreon.com slash laser time and you get a bunch of great bonuses like commentary tracks to pro wrestling the simpsons show talking simpsons the bonus time where you gab about what we've been doing in our off hours lots of fun stuff on that show you can give it a listen it really helps us out uh also you can buy things through the amazon links that are all over the page um, it doesn't have to be the stuff we suggest, though I think you'll like the comics I suggest on this week's page. It can be whatever you want. Just buy something through that Amazon link and a little bit of money gets kicked back to us and helps us out. Also, if you listen to this on iTunes, give us a review, uh, give us a rating, write it down if you haven't done it yet. Reviews always help with visibility and help us being found by new people on iTunes. And so if you just click on that, go there and subscribe review all that it really helps i love seeing new reviews and i would appreciate any new ones you could give and now this week's hank's corner pick of the week i have been reading through the second volume of it and so i definitely want to talk it up again is silver surfer by dan slot and mike allred it is one of the most fun books marvel is doing right now it is classic kirby but also very contemporary and kind of mixed up with Doctor Who as well and so cool and spacey and it's a side of the Silver Surfer we've never really seen before if you think of him as a boring character you won't after reading this book is a fantastic fantastic book my favorite maybe my favorite uh, Silver Surfer book of all time you need to check it out you can buy the first couple volumes through the links on this page buy them off Amazon and again helps us out a little bit too as well as the Patreon all right, again, thanks for listening. And now, back to the rest of the show. Avengers Assemble! We are back with episode 147 of Cape Crisis, and now it's time to get small and get spoilery. Uh, you know, we'll be small, but with big spoilers. That's what I was thinking of saying. Mm. And that starts now, so turn this off if you haven't watched Ant-Man yet. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Ant-Man, the Peyton Reed film starring Paul Rudd, Mike Douglas. M- Michael and, Pena. And Michael Pena and of, of Angelina, Angelina Lilly. I liked it. I didn't love it. I liked it. I, I had a great time with it. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have a lot of expectations riding on it, and I, I did expect to be surprised, but it's just a 
a heist comedy essentially. Yeah, and after every after every Avengers movie of Phase Two seemed yeah. about the end of the world or the conquering of America on some level, it was nice to get back to an origin story. I think and get and have a you know no pun intended a smaller scope. Yeah, you it, know? it reminded me a lot in the best ways possible. Uh, the magic of me seeing Honey, I Shrunk the Kids in the theater for the first time. <laughs> like a bunch of fun yep. effects. Uh, pre- it really nails its own premise. The effects. Yeah. I, I, I heard that the 3D yeah. for the, the uh, Let's Get Small effects in general is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, that's I, I haven't too. seen a 3D movie in forever, so I don't know if I'll ever see it like that. And just like uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the saddest part of this movie is when an ant dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... Uh, what was his name? I can't remember. Anthony. Anthony, Anthony. Anthony that's right. Yeah, I, I mean... It's impossible to watch the movie without thinking about that Edgar Wright didn't do it. And those the scenes where Michael Pena is narrating everybody speaking in a montage, mm-hmm. I'm like that. That is Edgar Wright's. Edgar Wright left his stamp right here, mm-hmm. and the rest of it, it's like that's just a long scene with Paul Rudd in front of a drab yeah. curtain. <laughs> that sh- damn it! I wish I saw more Edgar Wright yeah. in that scene. Those I mean, Michael Pena scenes. Sorry, the, no, but those Michael Pena scenes are basically the. Um, uh, Shaun of the Dead scenes where he's saying like, "All right, we'll get a pint, pick up my yeah. pick up my mother, no, yeah. and then go to the bullshit." Like all, that all these dramatic like, scenes, which is just someone grabbing their keys and pouring a yeah. beer. Like, yeah, I, I like that. Uh, well, I also like that it was it was him and his cousin on a wine trip. In the, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're at the vineyards, or they're at the modern art museum, looking at like hopper paintings and stuff. Good like comment. I, I said I said of a critique a of the trailer comedy. like. Are they ashamed of Paul Rudd because he doesn't ever speak in any of these trailers? <laughs> and of all the characters who speak in the film, he speaks the least. Mm, well, he when he speaks though, he's still real funny. And he I is, think... but like he he breaks, he punctuates expositional scenes delivered by every character except for him. Well, it's kind of a, a comment on Scott Lang. Like is it? he is kind of not kind like, of a loser. Well, he was. Well, he's I mean, a he's, hired gun. He, he's always so. like he's not really Ant Man. Mm. So like <laughs> like at the end of the day, like. Him is Ant Man, and, and until this movie was made, Scott Lang was more or less written out of existence. Well, that was that was pretty yeah. neat, though. I didn't like ex- Cassie and stature was like more important than he was for yes, the last decade. Scott probably. had been dead for a decade, pretty much. <laughs> I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he stayed dead for a decade, and then just came back, probably when they realized he'd be the star of it instead of Hank Pym. Though, and uh, Michael Douglas did a real good job. I mm-hmm. thought, you know, sometimes you cast these older actors. Oh, that fucking digital makeup on him as a young person. Yeah, I. I'm like Michael Douglas in this movie, great. And then I like something's wrong here. Something's wrong. Michael du- <laughs> Michael Douglas is old. What is this? Yeah, what is this? Wall Street. And uh, yeah. but it was very good. Like, and that's someone who has recently rewatched Tron Legacy, and the young Jeff Bridges <laughs> oh, does yeah. not look good. Though I had to remind you guys that, uh, or not everybody, but the John Slattery is Howard Stark yes. because Howard Stark's been played by a different guy in the yep. '50s timeline. Very the, confusing. But in the 80s, really? he's John Slattery, who yeah, looks it, nothing like the Agent Carter Howard Stark. Yes, yeah. who has also been in the movie. And Agent Carter is herself, is the same actress in every appearance. Yeah. Even yeah. when she is 99 or whatever she is in this movie, where Captain I gasped America. audibly just because like, yeah, I didn't expect that, it. That was great. Uh, it was still because I was like, oh man, the first person from a show. No, wait, she premiered in a movie in the she first place. The movie. So yeah. she's still sticking it to... Uh, the entire cast of Shield. Yeah, they <laughs> not, e- not even get a walk on. They will never be recognized within the show. Yeah. They don't exist. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. More or less. But uh, I mean, it was cool seeing them. It would have been the, the perfect the, movie for them to appear in. The film had nice little nods to the Marvel universe instead mm-hmm. of instead of a full on 
you know, immersion in the Marvel Universe. Mm -hmm. But that was one of my favorite lines in the film. It was one of those ones that just felt like it was made up by Paul Rudd on the set when Michael Michael Douglas Pym gives this whole speech about here's all these problems and this is the problem you need to fix. And then and Lang just goes, let's call the Avengers. Like, yeah. duh. Like, that's what, you, that's what any sensible person would do in that universe. Like, no, let's just call the Avengers. They'll fix it. Like, yeah. That, yeah. And they had to then have the reasoning why they wouldn't call the Avengers, which is really just that Hank Pym is stubborn. Yeah. Well, they're probably busy with this giant, with the, with the giant robot. Yeah. Uh, but, no, I, I mean, I like that. I, I liked the whole tone of it was fun. I, I do feel like at times Paul Rudd, like, was neither as funny. Yeah. Like, what wasn't That's when fun- I say he doesn't talk that much. It's like he doesn't do enough funny things for being Paul Rudd. Yeah, like mm-hmm. he has a couple of good moments, but mm-hmm. there's just kind of a, a weird sedateness yeah. to him in the whole movie that it seemed kind of off. Mm-hmm. But he, he was still good. Well, because it felt kind of like... Some, I think that felt like one of the real script problems that that had to be spackled over with Paul Rudd improvising was that it did want to be a hero's journey where it was the story about him trying to get his respect of his child again and get his life together and all that stuff mm-hmm. and it just turned into a more obvious hero's journey yeah. you know, by the end of it especially once he was hugging his daughter and saying like just unironically I love you and I want to make this right and all these things it's just like yeah, this isn't this isn't all that subversive anymore. Now this is just yeah, a straight kinda, hero I, movie. I kind of wish they hadn't even gone down the yellow jacket. Uh, like we need a token bad guy because mm-hmm. like Ironmonger was pretty lame and the fight with him was pretty lame. While mm-hmm. that whole movie and the journey of becoming Iron Man was really was good, yeah. and then Ant Man was like a it appro- was appropriately lower level of all of that. It mm-hmm. was a good instead of great journey to a fairly disappointing. Battle against a dude with. I no thought the battle was fun. The battle was the good. battle was fun, but yeah. it was also like there was no. I don't there, know. Like was, he sucked yeah. as a character. I it was thought he was. Yeah. Nice. I, I thought he did a great a job actor. with the most. I don't know. Carbon copy baddie guy. He had some terrible dialogue. He did. He did. And the, but all the scenes of like them fighting on the train set was great. Yeah. Like and I, and that's the thing I loved was the most about the movie was. Uh, the scenes showing why this hero is different and when you say someone turns mm-hmm. small and why that's a dumb power, it's like, well, this is why it's cool. Mm-hmm. Because you can do all this fun stuff with storytelling-wise and also visually, like, mm-hmm. that whole fight scene in the train, the the, the, the heist inside of computers, yeah. like, that stuff he's done in the comics where, like, uh, there's, where he's, where they're breaking in. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, like, where he's, like, jumping down through tubes mm-hmm. and running across circuitry it's like there's I forget what run it was but it was not that long ago right because I've been reading all the 60s 70s stuff where mm-hmm. uh, it might it was probably Pim but doing that stuff and I'm forgetting the artist but like man it was really good <laughs> yeah. uh, but but that kind of like even as a comic when that when the scale stuff was done well yeah. even reading paper 2D it was like I feel like I'm on a different adventure than yeah. I've read a thousand times in these same comic books over and over. He's not mm-hmm. swinging from buildings. He's not punching somebody. He's not shooting a laser. He's not dodging at the speed of light. It's just this neat, fun uh, inside of a computer or inside yeah. of a whatever. Well, yeah, the, I, as, the strange world you'll find around yeah, you. Yeah, my, just, my, the tweet I put out about it, which I thought about way too carefully, was at best it's like Honey, They Shrunk the Kids, and I mean that as a huge compliment, and at... Worst, it's a great Rob Schneider film. Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> Rob Schneider, as, as in like, is in. But for me, uh, this is very exclusive to me. But like, uh, some of the, Disney's live action movies have been largely shit uh, for a long time. But I think mm. there was a period in the late seventies, uh, early to mid eighties, where Disney made really fun stuff, and it reminded me of a good 
it is the most Disney of the Marvel movies that there have been. Uh, mm-hmm. When I think about Flight of the Navigator at the end, he finally gets done with his journey, and he's still holding on to the alien uh, that he gets in the ship. Oh, yeah. And that's exactly how Ant-Man Except ends. Except the part where he zaps the guy into a blob and flushes him down the toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's not fair. But uh, there's a lot of cursing in that film and implications that things and people do die in some of the other, the darker periods of right, the yeah. 80s. Yeah. So for me, it reminded me of that. I don't know. Yeah, I... You know, another thing I liked, I really liked in the movie, I I wish Evangeline Lilly had more to do, but I think mm-hmm. she did a good job with that. And I Looks wa- like she will next time. Yeah. Well, I hope so. And Because uh, Wasp is, you know, this isn't me getting on my soapbox or whatever. It's just Wasp is one of my favorite yeah. characters. I love... And Wasp! I will, say, <laughs> I will say that Wasp, up until 1978... Not a good character at all. Actually, awful. As written what by what? as written by Stanley and others, Man. she is a character who only cares about fashion and is Whoa. useless and kissing boys. Whoa. She is a horrible Whoa. character. Janet Van Dyne is written terribly. Go reread uh, in my in my journey of rereading all this. I've talked about it on the show before, mm-hmm. but I can't yeah. I can't whistle sadly my long man. enough at how. And and uh, Sue Storm has Sue the Storm same is not, uh, yeah. not much better, but no, they I'm, are both like. But oh, I still man. feel bad for <laughs> Janet Van Dyne that, like, at least she was given, like, a hero's victory or a hero's sacrifice. Yeah. And also her heroic sacrifice involves going into a dimension where time doesn't work. And yeah. so and, technically she can just come back yeah. as a, any 30-year-old actress. And Rudd came back from that. Who was saying that, like, the, what did he, he get subatomic? Mm-hmm. He, uh, yeah. That's, he, maybe this is where Doctor Strange come from, or well, no. I was saying when they were shrinking, yeah. And he kept saying, he kept saying like a place where time and space have no meaning. <laughs> is this your Michael Douglas? Uh, it's I love it. It's terrible. <laughs> I, thought, I love it. But he kept saying like they literally echoed time and space, time, time and, and space. Part and of I, us all. Part of us all. <laughs> but then as he's shrinking, I'm like, well, wait. If he's going subatomic, and then like. Mm-hmm. Into this, you know, you're going to into a, a, you're shrinking past the point where reality starts blurring together. It's mm-hmm. like, well, where well, time, if time is truly just this flat line now, and it's the beginning and the end and the mm-hmm. middle, and it's all here, and it's both everything and nothing. Seems like he could come out of there with some glowing green thing That's and be not, like, yeah. uh, weird." One of huh? my one of my favorite comics from the EC era, Weird Science. Mm-hmm. Probably mentioned this before. Is a, a guy who shrinks. And uh, it worked. You're shrinking. It does work. Great. Oh no, I can't stop shrinking. No, Don. And he's holding him in his hand. And he shrinks inside of the pore of his uh, the pore of his hand. And then mm-hmm. he sinks inside of his cells. And he keeps shrinking and shrinking and shrinking uh, until like eventually sink- he sinks inside of a cell and finds that there are civilizations tiny and throughout. Uh, the, he gets he keeps shrinking through like basically dimensions, but does eventually find it will loop. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so he comes back around again. I, yeah, yeah. It, you know, I think there was an episode of Mork and Mindy like that, that or Futurama. <laughs> I feel no, like well, I've maybe done something like Futurama that. Futurama had the time loop where yeah. they had a time machine that could only go forward, mm-hmm. and then they just went around in a circle again. Um, but yeah, I at least like that you got to see Janet Van Dyne and the Wasp in a flashback, mm-hmm. and that Evangeline Lilly will uh, seemingly get a suit. Like they all but promise she's going to have the suit mm-hmm. in the next. That one. does. Uh, Really start to stack Civil War. Yeah. Uh, well, now you do kind of have enough characters to have two teams. If you're going to have an yeah, Iron Man team yeah, and a Cap that's true, team, yeah. now you do have enough characters. If you have yeah. Wasp, Ant-Man, Falcon, Vision, Hawkeye, um, Black Widow, Cap, Iron Man, that's eight Scarlet dudes. Witch. Scarlet Witch. That's nine people. Spider-Man, ten characters, five on mm. each side. 
Oh, that's why Marvel wanted to cast a young unknown. Oh, a keep in these movies for twenty more years. Well, yeah, yeah. Spider Man. He'll that's a job for also, life. Also, man, the Instagram, like the Instagram videos of that kid who got cast. Oh, his parkour shit. What the fuck? It's really? Yeah, good. it's amazing. It's really nice. Yeah. yeah, he's and I did like the little. I was definitely elbowing Brett when they said crawling up, or crawling. Yeah, on what's his name <laughs> said like, oh, that wasn't a reference. That line was already in there before we met. I'm like, how the fuck? Yeah, what? fuck no. They, they like, said it wasn't a Spider-Man reference, but and it's like really. Really? We have a guy who walks on walls and no, it's not Spider Man. It's just any all those other Marvel characters that who walk on walls. walls. Yeah, no. Where that's them. the defining thing you would decide mm-hmm. anyway. And I do like that there was there was an Ant Man in the sixties. Mm-hmm. Like I like yeah. to think of that that there was one in the sixties. Or 60s. that there's there's an Avengers a team in the same era that Avengers come from. That's that's mm-hmm. what I got from it. But they, they were like shield yeah. operatives who had Yeah, powers. I mean, it'd be Cap and uh, Bucky and... Mm-hmm. What was Ant- up with that Ant- last scene? Ant-Man. What, like, oh, that was just a scene from Civil War. I mean... Yeah. Well, so how did that establish anything in Civil War? Well, presumably they've trapped Winter Soldier... Or, or he looked like him. he came back on his own volition. Well, well it's I like... I think the, he went into hiding mm-hmm. and they yeah. just found him. It's like... But the way <laughs> he's trapped is like... How did you get in this predicament? Like, <laughs> yeah. put your arm in this vice. <laughs> let go of this coke can. I know you've thrown cars with this arm, but you're trapped. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, and then they. But I mean, well, let's talk. That Falcon fight was pretty cool. Ah, yes, yeah, when, that was that was the fun. cameo was not so much. I don't know what Anthony Mackie. You know, look, the what like the fourth most important guy in the last uh, <laughs> oh, Captain America movie. He was the third most important guy. But that's, oh, why, wait, no. but that's why it's Man, cool that there's enough it. of these people yeah. that you can have those cameos, and it's just like, I don't even stop to think, like, how'd they get that? Yeah. I, because it's a lower... If it was, mm-hmm. like, fucking Thor, I'd be like, how did they get Chris Hemsworth to agree to this? But and because it, it's these lower tier, I can just see it and roll with it It, feels, it feels just like mm-hmm. the comics. Like because that, the, also, who else would they send out, like, we've got a minor security breach on the roof. I envision I shall deal with yeah, Ant-Man. Send, send <laughs> the magic robot that just came to life to go who, investigate. Who has, the, who has one of the only six, like, yeah. m- super gems <laughs> of the universe. He'll go after this guy. No, you send the guy with wings and guns on his hands. Yeah. Like, well, that's, that's a big spoiler and one that uh, IGN reported as an Easter egg. Um. Yeah. <laughs> no, that well. So <laughs> all, those, all those websites like were, falling over themselves to post Easter egg articles. Yeah, like, they look. They I did you I've, know that Falcon was in Winter Soldier? Yes, that's, <laughs> I, I've been on the other side of that and been commanded to write a thing for a headline yes. that, that was that you knew had to exist. I know, I was but, I was segueing. Well, so I found we found. So don't spoil it just yet because I have a clip. Right. Uh, but that but was what's great. We had it. a great Easter egg. We. We got and to the movie, else was talking and we were like, why was Garrett Morris in the movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Henry, you were the first person I saw write this up at all, and I'm glad you yeah, did. Yeah, I wrote it, was... it up, but it was pointed out to us by Diana. Now, she, who, who she gives me partial credit, because she would have known this in a previous episode. She listens to Cape Crisis for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. We did all of SNL's superhero parodies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here is one from the night, like 1977 or 79. 1978. This, March this sketch of bombs with the audience. 79. The actors are so co- coked up and ha- don't have any of the other lines. It comes across as really terrible, but read through the material. It's like super comic booky and good. They get every secret identity right, every costume every relationship right, right, every relationship. Uh, Jim, uh, John Belushi is the only great thing, and it's but uh, it's a dinner party that uh, what Superman and Lois are having. They're hosting a party at their house for every superhero. Marvel and DC show up, and that's and it's only DC characters for a while, and then Dan Aykroyd as the Flash opens the door, and Marvel steps in. I got it, Lois. Oh. Oh. 
Oh, Sue Storm, the invisible girl. <laughs> Come on, right in. Uh-huh. Hey, Spider-Man, all right. Spider-Woman, how are you? Hey. Ah, the thing! It's a fucking guy in a thing costume trying to get through a door. <laughs> yeah, it's all a... Right. Come on in, join the party. Ah. Uh, excuse me. I'm not sure if I remember your name. Uh, I'm really uh, bad with names, you know. You don't remember me? We met several times. I, it's Ant-Man. A-N-T-M-A-N. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Uh, Ant-Man. Oh, yeah. what, are, what are your superpowers again? You, you, you talk to the ants, is that it? Well, partly, but mainly I shrink myself down to the size of an ant while retaining my full human strength. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's really <laughs> impressive. <laughs> size of an ant with human strength. You must be able to clean house on those other ants. That's that. Okay, I'll keep going. Check this little... guy out. Ooh. Got the strength of a human. Ant man, huh? Where are your ants? <laughs> they're, they're at home uh, in the ant farm. <laughs> oh, best thing out of this guy's way. Oh, every molecule's quivering now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that's such a fucking cool Easter egg. The first yeah, person yeah. in live action form to ever play Ant Man was yeah. Garrett Morris. <laughs> as far as we know. F- and it's an amazing costume. Yeah. Somebody I did read today, somebody published an interview with Garrett Morris about why he's in it and like God bless Garrett Morris, he's a great guy, oh but he has no memory of it at all, and it's very easy to tell of it. He's just like, eh, that costume was great. Yeah, the people at NBC have great costume team. So, well, I, I mean, must have uh, said something at the Ant-Man party or whatever. I honestly don't remember. I think it's because I'm so good of an actor, and my impression of Ant-Man was so good. <laughs> So, like, that's, oh, that's edging on That's remembering one day of work 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, do you remember... What? Now, hold the phone. If I was on an Ant-Man costume... This one day you had at work, like, 10 years ago. Because, because people have mentioned stuff about talk radar or something, and then it'll be like, it was this all funny right. bit where everyone was laughing, and we all talked about it for the next six episodes in a row, <laughs> and then someone will mention it to me like, I have no memory of saying, like, that we ever talked about that. <laughs> yes. And yet, we, like, ten, add ten more years to this, yeah. and somebody says, like, and, Chris, why'd you do the King years. of Names? <laughs> and 30 pounds of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, in, and they point out in the thing that was Peyton Reed. Like, Peyton Reed called him up and yeah. asked him to be in it. And Garrett Morris also seemed like a little annoyed because he said, like, as much as we filmed, thought I was going to be in for like a minute. I'm not even in it at all. Like, so Peyton Reed directed Ant-Man. Yes. Before this, he directed... Bring it on. Yes, man. Yeah, <laughs> wow. That is... I think Peyton, Peyton Reed... Literally the I'm, movie he directed before Ant-Man. Really? That, yeah. was, that was a long time ago. It was. Yeah. You know... Uh, Man, I had really hoped to see some of the UCB guys in yeah. the movie, honestly, because Peyton Reed also directed the Upright Citizens Brigade TV show. Oh, wow. And when he directed mm-hmm. Bring It On, Ian, Ian uh, Roberts mm-hmm. is in Bring It On. And so, so yeah, yeah. that's kind of what was missing, I think. To, like, mm-hmm. Edgar, they didn't have the comedy character to break well, up the. Well, like Edgar, well, I mean, Edgar Neil Hamburger is in it. He like, is? Yeah, the, he's the Baskin and Robbins manager. Neil that's Hamburger. Neil Hamburger? That's Neil Hamburger. Oh, man. Greg Turkington is but, like, his real name. Bring It On is such a fun movie mm-hmm. and like Ant-Man only rarely feels that fun like that that's mm-hmm. what I was surprised by Edgar Wright leaving like sucked some of the fun out mm-hmm. but 
and, and in a way, it's like, okay, yeah. You, before I knew who Peyton Reed was, it was mm-hmm. like, oh, if you get the Bring It On guy, I'm like, oh, okay, he'll. Mm-hmm. That movie is fun as shit in subject matter that at 19 <laughs> years old, I probably couldn't have cared less about. I've heard. But it was really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but something about Ant Man, like, it's good, but occasionally just starts feeling flat. And, it, it, like, it, whether it's the dialogue or even just the framing of certain shots is just. I, I, I don't know. So yeah. Occasionally, yeah. I started to get really self aware I'm sitting in a movie theater, no one's laughing. <laughs> Yeah, though, for a film that had a lot of, like, work done on it last minute, yeah, yeah, mm. it came together really well. Yeah, and it, this is the one, like you said when we started the show, this is the one where there, there was nothing almost at stake. Like, mm-hmm. no, I'd, I have never met, not that there aren't any, but I have never met an Ant-Man fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and even people like us who, like, this, we read this shit over and over and over and over and over as kids and just were super obsessed about it and get all the trading cards and memorize all this shit and read it and say, so uh, Ant-Man, Hank, Hank number Hank. 900 on any list I would ever yeah. write. Like, he just Hank does Pim not... fan, not an Ant-Man fan. I, I hope yeah, he gets Pim, a sequel. Pim at least because he admitted Ultron, and that's mm-hmm. why I... Like I want him to have a sequel so we can have Wasp in a major role, too. No, yeah, that's Angelina what Lee. I don't think will happen. They, they... Well, I mean, there won't be an Ant-Man 2 until 2021 oh, God, that's or right. something, unless and they add another film to their schedule. She'll be in, like, uh, I would hope she'll be in the other or... films, yeah. And they, you know... It, it it did real well. It won its box office. Like it got fifty six million dollars. And I think you week. just you should just be nice to Paul Rudd yeah. because if I know anything about his comedy career, being friends with Paul Rudd means he'll be in anything you want. Yeah, yeah and totally. <laughs> he's he's great. That he was able to film Ant Man and then immediately just go to Camp Fire. I'm going to go to Wet Hot to, American Summer and yeah. do that for a little bit. Do you need me on Parks and Rec or yeah. uh, anything on Adult Swim? Because I'll do that too. He is so fun. Yeah. Like that's yeah, that, he's great. And that he still he got into the Marvel shape to. Mm-hmm. Uh, for his one oh, had, gratuitous shirtless scene. scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, here's my abs. I put all this work in these fucking superhero movie abs, so I gotta show them off. Maybe that's where DC will finally trump Marvel in <laughs> cinematic universe uh, with the titty. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. A little bit of objectification for the, the ladies, finally. Finally they'll objectify <laughs> his, women. His character in Ant-Man is not like Paul Rudd, the actor, where he's just like, you want me to go after who? Okay. <laughs> like, he, he like, did, yeah. I don't know if he even met Corey, Corey Stoll's character mm-hmm. before they fought. Like yeah, he might not have. it was he just, just like, Michael Douglas and Evangeline no, Lilly telling him like this guy's bad, go kill him. It's like, like yeah, okay. well, they, they, he wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, and, to, uh, and so yeah, the all right, yeah. Dave. Get it. Uh, but yeah, so again, a good movie. I and I look forward to him being part of Civil War. It, I, I yes. am excited to see more of Paul Rudd, and, and especially how he'll bounce off of the other heroes yeah. in the Avengers. Like, I think that'll be funny. Yeah, I also it does make me worry though, like. You know, then again, the what are the brothers' names? Who did the Russo, Russo brothers. Russo brothers. Fire. Man, Russo has such a different connotation. <laughs> uh, but uh, Winter Soldier was so good that I trust that that mm-hmm. Infinity War will be good. But it, it does get difficult to imagine. Like, oh, I can't wait to see Ant-Man bounce off Tony Stark or something <laughs> like that. It's like... A ride along the Hulk. They're not going to give There's any, no Hulk. any any time. Damn, yeah. man. Like, you've got Robert Denny Jr. in a movie next to Chris Evans... Mm-hmm. Next to Spider-Man debuting, Ant-Man maybe gets four minutes. Yeah, you know, to, I to do something. I bet Robert Downey Jr. just like gives off a lot of his like. Ex- everyone says exposition. Someone has to say something witty to cut to like to just make sure this scene just doesn't just like. Bleh. It's like so, someone has to say something that like okay, all this exposition, then something funny, boom, next scene. Yeah, yeah. and there was a lot of that that uh, Paul Rudd did in the movie. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I and did. Like- I think he'll just do. He'll take a lot of. Uh, 
Also, even though technically it had a love story in it, I liked that it was just revealed of like someone just opens the door and they're making out and they're like, Oh, hey. Yeah, uh, I like that it was, you know, behind the scenes almost. Of like mm. you it's like, yeah, we get it. You can tell well, that, the ways you know, I forget who described we like it at each the other bar. All right, and we're both attractive people. That, you, so, it's yeah. like we're adults, like we don't have to have this whole awkward period. Like, yeah. I'll just go for this. Yeah. This doesn't have to be a quarter of the movie. Yeah, you, <laughs> you've worked for your dad your whole life. I've been to jail and yeah. I'm divorced. I'm like, 40 and divorced. Like, like, yeah. might as well. I gotta go. I gotta yeah. give this a shot. <laughs> Hotter uh, than Judy Greer. <laughs> Poor, yeah, who's playing well, the exact same character yeah. from Jurassic World? One last thing: uh, that she has to be My the kids. exact same person as in Jurassic World as she is in this film, mm-hmm. uh, and that seems to be yeah. Judy Greer's career now. And the fact that she plays a divorced woman and never says, "You could have had these." <laughs> Say goodbye. Say goodbye to, to these. To these. Yeah, Sorry, she has one kid. Yeah. And uh, also seeing the dude from The Wire as the other policeman, as the partner of the policeman that uh, Bobby not, Carnival. Yeah, yeah, Bobby Carnival. You don't remember the the guy who was um, he was second to Luther Idris Elba's other the the co commander with Idris Elba in Wee the Bay? water. No. No, no, Wee I, Bay? no, I don't remember. Whatever. Wee Bay's the one who kills somebody for. I just love the name Wee Bay. Wee Bay's a great name. Anyway, okay. Let's move on to the community segment. Yeah, Ant Man. I gave it a seven out of ten. That's how I feel, which is a good score. All right, let's speed this along though. Community question of the week. It was, what did you like or dislike the most out of Comic-Con? Your feelings out of Comic-Con. Batman Boy 11 said, for, who was nice enough to start to be mm. oh, thread as well. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, says, for me, it was, it has to be the Batman versus Superman trailer. While I was extremely skeptical beforehand, and I still have right. my doubts, that trailer was awesome. It's really good. It finally did its job of making me actually want to see the movie, and so far hasn't spoiled a whole lot. Hopefully in the months to come, they don't reveal a whole lot more. The Tingler also talks about the Batman vs. Superman trailer. Uh, but in all honesty, my highlight was the reveal of the very New 52 looking costume for the Green Arrow in the Arrow show. Like, his costume looks more superhero y than ever for Stephen Amell. And uh, also that Jay Garrick is coming to The Flash, which is very exciting. And then Banquel's stepson brought up one that I didn't even know Channing Tatum. Helping Stanley on oh, stage. Shit. You that showed probably me that. my favorite moment of Comic Con. What happened there? That's yeah. great. It's it's everybody's like partying, like, yeah, Fox has a new Marvel universe. And Stanley is a feeble old man who's trying to get off the stage and no oh, one is helping him. Yeah. And Channing Tatum, of all people, runs over and, like, I, I got this. Oh, like, I got like, this. Yeah, they're all like high five and like, we are such good heroes. Yeah. <laughs> and a, and a, Fantastic Four is going to break records. And a young <laughs> mummy is trying to get off the stage. <laughs> oh, oh, poor. Oh. <laughs> By the way, I like this. It's a high-ranking Sta- Stanley cameo in Ant Man because he he does when I read when I redo the rankings because he does not say his own lines. Right. Like Michael yeah, Pena yeah. does it for him. I wonder if he like knew that when he was doing it. So like, for Stanley, no, now we have him described yeah. as your grandpa's boyfriend <laughs> and a young mummy. Oh, young mummy. That's that is great. He's never coming on. Uh, Juice Caboose said. I managed to go to Comic Con this year, so I'm so I got to see all the madness that was San Diego. Personally, my highlight was seeing all the amazing cosplayers and taking pictures with them. I also managed to see some kind of famous people. Saw Rick and Glenn from Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Met and took a picture with Jeremy Johns from YouTube. He's a movie reviewer. And saw Martian Manhunter. And saw and saw Bruce Campbell while having lunch. And uh, as for the, the fuck media, away from me, kid. As for a media side, he thought the trailer for Ash vs. the Evil Dead was fantastic. I thought that was great. I uh, we didn't even mention that. It has that humor I love uh. from the Evil Dead movies, from some of the super 
cheesiness of Army of Darkness. Also, Bruce Campbell still looks great. That was my favorite bit of the Ash vs. Evil Dread trailer, Mm -hmm. that they are like... He, they, they are not hiding it. The fact, like, this is a 50-year-old man yeah. who is like, got a paunch, and he's kind of a loser now, but yeah. he also can still kill deadites better than anybody, but he's also a loser. They like, seem to be tripling down on yeah. everything that's happened to Bruce Campbell. Well, it's also, like, it's about Sam uh, Raimi torturing Bruce Campbell, too. Yeah. Like, he loves just... Like, spray more blood on his face. More <laughs> blood. <laughs> that's what I heard. This was... Uh, real quick, what Toby Maguire said was a tip that Bruce Campbell gave him before they started filming was that Sam Raimi will torture you and you need to be ready for that. And just all the, like in Amazing Spider-Man There's 2, gonna all be the shit. so many flags flapping in your face. Well, the, the <laughs> example to- Toby mentioned was in Amazing Spider-Man 2, there's one scene where like, or in Spider-Man 2, there's a scene where he leans down to pick something up and then a bunch of book bags hit him in the head. Oh, like they had to yeah. shoot that scene a bunch of times and just like slam more books into his head. More books. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I am very. I don't have oh. stars, but I've got to find a way to watch. Just that as, when it as a subtle plug, I, I the instant I saw that, I'm like, I need to watch those movies again immediately. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of why we built Monday Night Movies. Everything is kind of a franchise mm-hmm. now, anyway. But mm-hmm. for you know, five dollar donors on Patreon.com/slash Laser Time, uh, we will watch a movie with you every Monday. And when something like that, that comes up, we can revisit shit like Star Wars. Yeah, I can't wait to do <laughs> Evil Dead too in mm-hmm. October. That's when we should do it. Mm-hmm. But Evil Dead 2 is my favorite. Army of Darkness is really good, too. But uh, Evil Dead. All right. Real quick. John Wahizel says uh, that the Star Wars behind-the-scene footage made him tear up and that the mm-hmm. uh, Evil Dead trailer made him want to sign up for stars immediately. But for everything announced, the news of Batman and the TMNT teaming up made them made him legit scream. Yeah. My mind is going all over the place with what kind of scenarios those two groups can get into. Oh. Raccoon Hale says, I know this is not a comic book related, but it was a comic con. The trailer for the Victorian-style Sherlock Holmes special was pretty damn yeah, good. Yeah, I was super excited about it that. It is a bummer we have to wait two years between series. Well, you know, it, when so you cast movie stars in a, in a TV show. But they're also movies. You get like three movies yeah. like once every two years. That's awesome. And lastly, uh, To the Matt Cave said, mm-hmm. I love that Shout Factory announced that they would be releasing the second season of Super Sentai, the original oh. Power Rangers series. In the US, they announced the first season that last year and said if it sold well enough, they would do more, and my wife and I are glad they are. So I love Shout Factory really so cool. much. Shout Factory, they are doing the Lord's work. They really <laughs> are. Uh, so this week's question of the week is a simple one that we've, I think, already kind of talked about. What was your favorite thing in Ant-Man? Yeah. And just say that in the, or what you didn't in the like. forum. Or what you didn't like. Mm-hmm. Your most favorite or least favorite thing about it. Put that in the forum page. I'll make a forum page for this week's question of the week. Answer it, and we'll read our favorite replies on next week's episode. All right, that's it. <laughs> Plug time, baby. Um, laser time this week. Uh, f- terrible headline, but a great show. Fake singers. Uh, you were on that one, Elston. I uh, sure am. We, we discussed uh, the, the the music of Mortal Kombat's Primal Rage, oh, yeah. uh, Dinosaurs. Sonya Blade, I'm here to say. Uh, I'm 26, I'm I on was, my way. I'm left, right, up, and down. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried, because I didn't remember how that episode uh, went. Something uncomfortable had happened. I realized what it was. Like We, we bring Grimm on to kind of torture him with bad music. Right. And we kind of broke him immediately with the Mortal Kombat music <laughs> because Grimm is rarely speechless. And it's just like, what? what? 
And, and Brett's like, no, no, it's good. It's, it's good music. Uh, it's good. That, it's good that Brett listens to this. Uh, yeah, but it was really funny. We have a Patreon right now. Um, uh, we have an all-new episode that just went up for Talking Simpsons. The fifth yeah, episode, Bart yeah. the General. An episode that was wow. very special to me about rising up against bullies, but does not hold up very well at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and a bonus time, our special other Patreon. That's right, where we talk thing. about cacks. We went to California Extreme this weekend. Um, yeah, and if you want to watch us play a bunch of uh, the Batgirl DLC, that's on the YouTube channel, mm-hmm. youtube.com slash laser time. We celebrated uh, Dr. Mario's 20th, 5th anniversary? 25th anniversary. With a look at Dr. Mario through the right. ages, NES. Um, His 25th and 20th, 5th anniversary. 20th, 5th anniversary. <laughs> nice. Uh, and it really threw me for a second. Uh, but we, yes, youtube.com slash laser time network. And uh, wait, we did. Oh, Quiplash. We, we might yeah, do, make Quiplash. that a regular thing. Yeah. Please. Quiplash was so That's fun. That's a game that we stream, and uh, I think up to like, what, 1,000 people? 10,000. 10,000 people can play along on, on your phones, like at right. the same time. It's fucking rad. We had a great time with it on July 1st, too. And. Yeah. Of course, there's uh, yeah, the new Cheap Pop cast uh, that just went up this week about mm-hmm. Battleground, uh, and Ann Lewis came on. And that was gave, awesome. Gave us a neat little game. That was uh, great about mm-hmm. wrestling moves, which are real, which are fake. Uh, but also part of the Patreon is if you donate at the ten dollar level, we do bi-weekly wrestling commentaries on the mm-hmm. weeks that we don't have regular uh, Cheap Popcast episodes. And, uh, yeah, we've been doing SummerSlam ones all summer long, and mm-hmm. we've got a couple more planned. And then, of course, there was a new VG Empire this week. Mm-hmm. There was not part of the Patreon, so don't donate any money. <laughs> uh, <Thanks>. No. no. <laughs> you, just, you should, because uh, I record on these same mics and these same computers and mm-hmm. in the same kitchen. <laughs> and if it wasn't here, where would I do it? Probably in that awesome little room that you play your old games in. No, not enough room. Just alone. But, <laughs> but yeah, so the, the, it was a Yoshi anniversary episode. Yes, Yoshi's Island, Yoshi's Island uh, in Japan is 20, <laughs> 20 years old. Uh, but uh, yeah, we did a Yoshi episode, um, which starts with uh, Yoshi's Island, but then moves on to the N64, 3DS, DS era. Um, and then the episode before that was about Grandia, Grandia 1, 2, and 3, which is some great, great music there mm-hmm. for game music. Uh, but VGEmpire.com on Twitter and uh, iTunes. And you guys just recorded Video Game Apocalypse? We as did. Well. Or because, <laughs> because Michael was so excited about the new season of Bojack Horseman, uh, we were talking about, uh, I believe. The best five horses that you can the summon. The best five horses that you can summon, you specifically yeah. have to be able to summon them. <laughs> I do love so man, no Bojack bloody roar Horse. characters. Another Horse. another week where you deny bloody roar a slot. Uh, <laughs> Poor bloody roar. The week before that, it was uh, fighting games that only got to uh, one sequel. <laughs> what about the horse that wrestled Hulk Hogan? Uh, who if farted? You mentioned it. Who, yeah. who farted? <laughs> and I did not realize that was wow. a pun until like, I didn't the, either. Uh, oh my god! Hoof hearted, not who farted. Wow. Nobody hoof-hearted. calls it a hoof. <laughs> 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 There's something wrong with this horse's hoof. It's hoof. It's hoof. Uh, well, you say rough instead of roof. Right, I say you? roof, but mm. I don't say hoof. I say you hoof. said rough earlier. I made you say it again. It's, it felt good. I don't. I don't well, say you rough. say wolf or wolf. 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 Okay. <laughs> let's. Have, ha, what other? No, I'm kidding. Uh, let's. Let's call it a night. This has been a great one. Thank you, everybody. Brett, especially for coming on down. I know you were busy, and I appreciate it, Brett. Mm-hmm. It's fine. And uh, I, I hope you all like the anime discussion. And until next week, Excelsior! Excelsior.